Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Howdy. <laughs> Happy holidays. It's officially yes. December. I have my, my Christmas lights up around my apartment, so clearly I'm in the festive holiday spirit. I love it. And is that a new cat tree? Is that the same? That's a new one, right? It is. I So this is my one of my purchases from Black Friday, which <laughs> yes. I'll talk about. It's like half of the purchases that I made on Black Friday were for my cats. So <laughs> I, I think love- I'm just a good parent. That's what it is. Honestly, and I think you don't have any kids, right? So your, ki- your, your, no. your pets are your kids. So exactly. like, it's okay to spoil them for the holidays, you know? I feel like Yeah, that. that was their Christmas present for sure. Yeah, and you know they love that tree. Every time, every time we film, they're always up and down the pitch. Like they're just they're in love with it. So I'm happy that it looks like they love it too. They do. I didn't build it because I'm not supposed to build things, but <laughs> condition it's stable. So yeah, that's good. That's but yes, job. it's it's the holidays, and I'm really excited. I don't know how you feel about Christmas, but I love Christmas. Like, I just, I, I genuinely, I have Christmas music on all the time. Like, when we're just, like, doing nothing in the apartment, I, like, have, like, lo-fi Christmas music just to kind of have, like, a little vibe going on. And we're in Washington now, and this is the first time I've ever had snow during, like, the month of December or during any time at all because in Florida it never snows. So the first time, like, we're seeing it and, like, it's sticking to the ground and, like, I can see it outside right now and, like, it's just so cool. And I don't know how you would ever leave here, but it's so awesome. I love Christmas. See, I, I like the vibes of Christmas. I will say as an adult, it it doesn't feel the same, which makes me yeah. sad. But in terms of Christmas music, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to get attacked. But I don't really enjoy Christmas music. I like like lo-fi Canceled. Christmas music vibes, mm-hmm. but regular like traditional Christmas music makes me tired and sleepy. I I feel and that. It's, like, <laughs> I, it's just not really okay for me. And because like when we were driving back from Thanksgiving dinner last week, that's all Russell would play in the car. The, the second after Thanksgiving <laughs> is over, it's Christmas season. And I just can't escape the Christmas music. So <laughs> when it comes to like Christmas music, I, I agree that like a lot of the pop Christmas songs that you've heard, you've heard a million times in department stores, they're like overdone. Like love Mariah Carey, but like I hate, I literally. <laughs> you better be careful song. with what you say about Miss Mariah. Okay. I, I'll, I'll bite <laughs> my tongue then. It's fine. Miss um, Ariana Grande, like her. Like, those, like, top two songs you hear all the fucking time. And, like, it's fine or whatever. And, like, it can be on when I'm walking through, like, Macy's to get to, I don't know, the fucking food court or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's fine. It can play and it's whatever. But, yeah, I, I tend to, like, not like obnoxious things. And um, anytime in my house, it's always going to be, like, just some, like, like very lo-fi. Like, just, like, I don't know, something that's not... Just a lot of bells, but like that gives you the Christmas feeling, but not like something super annoying. Cause I, I agree. Like it can be a little too much sometimes. Yeah. I just need like one jingle, one <laughs> little one jingle, jingle, maybe one <laughs> sleigh bell ringing, and then I'm good. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I keep it to a minimum. 
I like, it's crazy because you grew up in Washington. And so you were around, you like felt the cold, you saw the seasons change. And like, it's the first time I'm experiencing this. And it truly, I haven't had like the Christmas spirit in such a long time, but like being able to like feel these changes and like, even I go outside in the cold and it's like in the thirties or whatever. And I'm just like in a tank top and like just a small jacket and like my bones have like gotten used to the cold where it doesn't hurt anymore to just like be out there. And I'm like, it's fine. That's crazy how like much I've adjusted to like living here. And so like you're seeing all the changes and you're feeling it. And I think that's so cool. So I'm currently, I'm Mrs. Claus because I'm fucking obsessed with it. I love it. Is there still snow on the ground? My mom sent me a picture of our house and there's snow. That was like a couple days ago, but has it melted or is it? just um so it's it was snowing last night again it it keeps going on and off so um yeah it's no it's been snowing quite a lot just like here and there it ends up melting but like the the grass will still have like white over it and the cars still have like some um of the the christmas uh snow still on it um but yeah right now i'm looking out and there's still a bunch of like snow like on the grass and on top of cars, but it is melting. It's like 30, 36 degrees or something right now. But yeah, or it's 40 now, but yeah, it's been super nice. It looks like it's going to snow tomorrow. Um, and yeah, I just love it. If, it makes me so If excited. you want the Christmas vibe, so spoiler alert, I'm going back home to Washington for Christmas. I'll be there for a week. So we have to hang out, obviously, and I'm excited to to see my family. If you like Christmas vibes, I feel like we should go to Bellevue, Bellevue Square, because it's just, like, very Christmas. Like, the entire city is is Christmas. It's kind of far, especially for you, but I feel like we can make a day out of it. Oh, I'm so down. Yeah. I can get your Prada bag. (laughs) Honestly... (laughs) I've been telling Emily I want it. I I love Emily because she is like, um, we were talking about this before we started the show, but like, I just like love a good classic item. Just like having like really nice things and just like the classic, like, like spending a lot of money on something that you know will last forever. And so before the show, we were talking about like, um, like Prada bags and like running a really expensive bag. So, um, yeah, don't tempt me because if we go out and <laughs> I'm going to look at my savings and being like, I don't need a house. I don't need, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't need financial security. I need something that I'm going to look at and hold at all times. And it's going to be mine and everyone's going to be like, wow, she's so cool. But yeah. <laughs> That's how you are for me. You're my enabler. Like anytime I send you I... something and I'm like, should I get this? You never say no and it it really messes with my head because i then i have to get okay, it okay but like what kind of no friend do you, want? No, do you want do you want a friend that's going to be like don't do that that's a stupid decision or one to be like you have to do it like, i personally I need, think need- friends yeah they're supposed to hype each other up and support each other's wants and desires and that's just what you're doing so thank you for Period. that because at <laughs> the end of the day i'm happier you know yeah, and you wouldn't if you were like in a financial like desert or if you weren't like capable of getting an item, you wouldn't ask another person if I should get it. Cuz like if you have you have the if you have the means to get something, you'll be telling other people like should I get it? And at that point, it's like of course, like you've already you've already willed it into the world. It's like just do it. 
I'm a big yeah. proponent of just like living outside of your means <laughs> and just like Absolutely. doing everything possible to like, you know, feel classy, feel pretty. In my deranged mind, I told you this, I think it was earlier or yesterday. I was like, to me, I'm not losing any money because my money has just converted into something materialistic that I'm wearing or something on my body. So like my bank account might be emptier, but when I go out, I still have all that money. It's just on me, you know, it's just in a different form. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work like that. I think you you spend your money. Okay. Okay. I think I just have an issue. Um, We're going to just put that to the side for now. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay to, you know, to be, feel free to just air it all out. But I I think though, if we like go out, like it's going to really tempt me to like spend money that I don't have. But you know, if they're, if after pay exists, you know, it exists for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) For that reason. Exactly. I don't know if you're the same as me, but if, there's an item that's like $40, like so pretty, or like even like $20 and it's pretty cheap. I have to afterpay it. And like, it, it doesn't Same. even matter. Like I'm not going to just like, and it's, it's such like a, a small amount of money or so or whatever, but I'm always going to do it. And I don't, because in my mind, it like makes sense to do like payments, smaller payments over a period of time than it does to just spend the money outright. And Emily always gets so mad at me. She's like, just because if you it. choose, if you choose like the smaller or the the lowest option, there's no interest. So you're not spending more money. I know there's options to where you can only pay like $10 a month for the next five years, but you end up spending like $50 more than you did. So in that case, it doesn't make sense. But like, if I don't want to spend $75 and I want to spend $15 every two weeks, then I'm going to do that because it's going to all add up to the same amount. So why not? You know? That was really good math. <laughs> I know. I'm a financial advisor. <laughs> if anybody needs one for the holidays, yeah. Just it's reach true. out to me. But yeah, that's so you know, we were talking about it beforehand and like just having a nice bag. I like I think it's so good. I just want one. And um, I'm willing into the universe. So if anyone wants to <laughs> support the show, just know it will be going to our product bag fund. Exactly. And I will we'll both say get a matching one. Yeah, I think so. I bought a designer bag like two years ago and it just doesn't resonate with me anymore. And it makes me really upset because it was expensive and it was my first one. But now I'm like, I'm not into crossbody anymore. I want a shoulder bag and it's also too small. And also the hardware is silver and I wear gold jewelry. So it's just like you really have to think about all of these things, which I clearly didn't do. So I'm with you yeah. on that. I bought, um, I mean, my, my bag wasn't as like, uh, as like luxurious, I would say as like yours. It was just like a $300 bag. It's so expensive. And obviously I'm, I'm very lucky to have the means to do that. But like, yeah, I'm the same. Like I got it and I was like, I'm going to have this bag for so long. I'm going to wear it all the time. And I ended up getting an Apple wallet and now I don't take my bag anywhere. It's literally, I just take my phone because I don't know, I'm just, I, I agree with you, the whole like crossbody. Um, I've just, I just want something simple, more classy. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be 20, uh, 27 next year. I need to feel like an adult put yeah. together, you know, exactly. fancy. <laughs> Speaking of shopping, did you do any Black Friday shopping? 
Um, I mean, I already know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, um, I have a a unhealthy addiction to aloe yoga. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's like, I'm literally wearing nothing but that right now. I bought this. So, and I ended up getting it. I bought this. uh, I didn't buy anything for anyone else because fuck that. Right. (laughs) That was all for me. It's not Christmas yet. This is so bad. I was going to be like, oh my God, these bitches don't know how to spend their money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay but i bought this like you it was a good deal I, I think i saved like 60 bucks or something and i ended up getting a new jacket which was the it's like a velvet black jacket from aloe and i ended up getting uh a nice shirt just and that was it i spent i'm not gonna say how much i spent but it, um i saved like 60 dollars so just know that i mean that's what matters you saved money <laughs> right right and so for uh i did i did do some i did one christmas shopping i i got emily something for christmas uh, which just came in today so i'll have to get that but um yeah that was it i didn't do that crazy amount of christmas shopping Uh, during black friday i don't like to look at the deals because i you know i tell myself i'll just find a coupon code and i can save the same amount of money i'll just use honey or whatever I'll, i'll like figure it out i don't I don't want to get swindled by these deals and spend more money than I need to. But um, how do you feel? Like, did you end up doing any shopping? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I know the um, answer. I bought the cat tower mm-hmm. and then I bought some other stuff for my cats. And just like aloe yoga has you in a chokehold, set active has me in a chokehold. I don't know why we're obsessed with active wear, but it's, that's what it is. So I purchased something from them and They're probably my favorite brand, and for this year, for Black Friday, they did four different drops. So, like, every two days, they would release a new line of clothes, and I don't know why they would do that, because I can't buy everything within a four-day period. Like, you have to give me time to breathe. Usually, it's like a month or so in between releases, but it was just back to back to back to back. And I will say I'm proud of myself because I only purchased from one drop and I, you know, showed a lot of constraint with myself. So I think that's good. I only got one thing for myself in terms of clothing. And then I did purchase these over the ear headphones on Amazon. They were $100, they were $100 off and my AirPods died. And I need to be able to listen to music when I'm not at home. Like I, if I go into the grocery store, I need to have music because it just helps me focus on what I need to do. So yeah, I'm excited for these. They're noise canceling, which I've never had before. And like when I put these on, I don't know what's happening around me. I put them on yeah. when I was cooking dinner the other day and I couldn't hear shit. Like I had those, the sink running, the fan was running, the stove was on, water was boiling, and I didn't hear anything. So. I'm excited for you to use them during like a, your plane right here because they're just yeah, same. It's it's just really it's great. Yeah, I ended up I have the the Air Maxes the or the AirPod Maxes, um, and yeah, they they really are so great at cans do you are they comfortable do you like them they're so comfy i was thinking about getting the apple ones but they're so expensive they do look really nice like obviously it's a good Mm -hmm. aesthetic but i don't know if i wanted to spend that much on headphones and i feel like people like them but they're not 
anything revolutionary to justify that's, the price for me. So the only reason I was able to afford it, I really wanted noise canceling headphones too. And I had an iPad that I never used. So I was able to sell the iPad and get it. At a, and um, I think I sold, I sold my, what did I sell? I sold, I sold some other stuff. Oh, I returned my Apple watch too. Cause I didn't use either of them. So I ended up getting a good deal for the headphones, but I've heard that the Apple ones are kind of like, okay, in terms of like headphones and that Bose is always going to be like the best noise canceling headphones. So I think that's a, that was a really good, like good purchase because they're just, it's good to have like a nice, nice pair of headphones. Yeah. And they're so like cute. They're so sleek, neutral color. I can't hear you. I can't hear anything. (laughs) Like, sorry, what? That's what I got. Um, I spent a little bit more than I wanted to, but it's okay. It's fine. Um, Did you do any Christmas shopping, anything like that? No, I haven't started Christmas shopping (laughs) whatsoever. Um, Yeah, same. I feel like it's too early. In my mind, November, it's not Christmas yet. Like, I have a couple weeks left. That's yeah, me feel. time. <laughs> we get paid on the same week, right? I think like next Friday. We have the is same pay schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be we'll be going broke next week. Yes, so. we for sure. Will. <laughs> so that's great. Are you? Do you know what you want to get your significant other? Are you? Do you have an idea in your head? I ha- there's two things that I am debating over. I can't say them because he's in the other room. Yeah, but same. I just know that it's going to set me back. A- good pretty penny though <laughs> that's where i'm at you know i like i had to stop myself from like overdoing it um because i just i wanted to make sure that i for christmas for me i like opening a lot of things I, I i don't know it's just like it's nice to be like oh what's the next one what's the next one so i wanted to have like especially because we're away from family i wanted to do like a nice just where i can buy you know a lot of like things maybe a lot of smaller things and we can have like the Christmas tree look full and feel full and feel merry. So um, yeah, I have some things in mind too. And I also can't say it because she's right there, but it'll be exciting. And um, yeah, I'm very much pumped for Christmas. I, I genuinely, I love giving gifts and I love receiving them. I think that's my love language and it's, yeah, it's been very fun. But yeah. Oh my God. I did buy something else that I wanted to bring up really quick. Um, I bought Pokemon and like, I'm not a, okay. I'm not a gamer. I don't like, I'm not like a super like crazy gamer. Um, but for some reason, Nintendo, like they're so, they get me. And I, and I think it's cause I grew up with it. So like any Nintendo game, I'm going to like love just because the nostalgia factor of it. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't planning on getting the new Pokemon game, but I heard some people talk about it. And said and said that it was really good, and so I ended up getting it, and it was not what I expected. It was like a crazy like development for Pokemon. Like I've never seen anything like it, where it felt truly like open world, and and like the whole experience. It kind of felt very like Breath of the Wildy if you play Zelda, and I really liked it. And I was play- I literally beat it in like three or four days. So I don't know if you like Pokemon, but I recommend it. I do like Pokemon. I just haven't played it in a while. But I don't know if you're on this side of TikTok. But <laughs> apparently, like, a lot of the Pokemon 
that are in this one are kind of like slaying. They you know? honestly, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think they're, um, they're, they're, so every, every like new game, they release like a bunch of new Pokemon. I will say you can clearly tell what like the new Pokemon are and what are the old yeah. ones because the old ones are simple. They're like based out off of like a real animal. And now you have ones that are like, like fucking, there's like a trash bag Pokemon. There's like, like mm. things like, like everyday type of things. Like there's like an ice cream Pokemon, like really weird stuff. But this, this sort of season of Pokemon are very like mechanical. So it's very like, like electronic type of mechanical type of Pokemon. But yeah, I think they do look really cool. It's like the thing. But yeah, every time I play, I'm like, what even is this? So it's gotten very complicated, but it was pretty good. I like it. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't <laughs> look like Pokemon to me sometimes. Yeah. Like when I think of Pokemon, I think of cute little animals that have their little abilities. And now like there's these bitches that are standing on two feet with like a skirt and <laughs> hair and oh opposable thumbs. And I'm like, okay, like that's a human. That's not a Pokemon. <laughs> I want to send you this. I, my my main Pokemon is like a. This bitch is like she's serving. Wait, do you, you name them? Like, what's your strategy for naming your Pokemon? Oh, every time I catch a Pokemon, it's like, do you want a name? And I'm just like, b b b b b, because I don't I don't really oh. name them. Or do you name them? <laughs> yeah. You do. <laughs> I do. It depends on like what type of vibe they're giving off. Here, there's this Pokemon called Meowscarada. Meowscarada. And like this was like my starter Pokemon, and this was the final evolution. But look at her. Oh, she's serving. She's hot. She really is. Okay. Not like not not Pokemon making me a furry. Why does she have an hourglass body? <laughs> Why does she look like how I want to look? I don't really get what that's about, but but whatever. I don't mean to like be an, a nerd because I I don't when it comes to like games and stuff like that. I'm not like a huge gamer. Um, I never really got into it. My brother loved it, and I just kind of watched. But every now and then, I'll have something that I'm addicted to or that, like, piques my interest and, like, you know, helps me get my mind off things. So this was that for, like, four days because I all I did was play it and, I like, beat it, like, really quick. But um, I recommend it, and then we can have little Pokemon battles. So That's fun. I Honestly, I'm a gamer, and I've been playing a lot recently, too. It's just, like after a long day and you just need to rewind mm -hmm. it's such a fun thing to do just to get your mind off of everything and relax so yeah there's like a and i didn't realize how nice it was to just i mean i mean i'm in grad school right now and it's slowing down i have like two assignments left but like whenever um all day my head is just racing with like all these things that i have to do or i have to do this or that and then to just to get something that the only thing I can focus on is that thing. It's like super nice because I can even be watching like a movie or a show, but in my head, I'm always thinking about something. But if I'm like actively participating in something, then it's like really nice to just like engage in it and then just zone out. So I yeah. like it. You're a gamer but, now. Honestly, truly. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. I know you have some pretty pretty exciting updates with your job 
um, if you want to share. Yeah. So I think I did mention a couple weeks ago, I think a couple episodes ago, that I was interviewing for co-chair of my Pride Business Resource Group. I had my interview yesterday, and I think it went really well. I definitely plugged girlish a lot like that was my reference point to most of the questions that they asked me and they seemed really excited about it like I I answered some questions for them before the interview and they were really interested in hearing about the podcast and like what we talk about and what we do and one of the people interviewing me was like I love podcasts I'm always on the lookout for a new listen and then in my mind I was just like do I say things that are work appropriate? And I already know the answer is a no. Like sometimes I do. I think at the core, our podcast has a great message. And we do talk about very important topics that are going on in the world. But while we're talking in the beginning, it's definitely not work friendly. Like I know I cuss. I know I say things that are inappropriate. So I'm hoping that doesn't like hinder me. I was thinking last night, like, what if they listen and they hear me cuss and they're like, Mm-mm, not professional? <laughs> no, I I agree. Like at my job, I bring up girlish a lot because I'm or on LinkedIn, I even share girlish and, and stuff. And I've had coworkers like share it like on like Slack and or like I've had people like reach out to me and be like, hey, like, is it all right if I share this and stuff? And we're going to talk about this later, but on our wrapped uh, our biggest episode is like Elon Musk's daughter is trans. And I don't want to go too into this, but Elon Musk is very much connected to where I work. So if we were to talk about him, I'm worried that it gets back to me if my job kind of finds out. And I think it's, I think I believe in freedom of speech and I believe criticism is, I think is good. I think it's good for us to be vocal about human rights issues, which we mm-hmm. are. And we make a lot of jokes. And I think at, at that point, I, I I think it's just, it adds to the way that we cope. And I think that's what girlish is good at. And that's what I love doing. But I also think the same as you, like, what is this? If someone like, <laughs> looks up, like genuinely, what is their impression going to be? And it's scary. So I, I agree with that. Like, I'm, I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's freedom of speech. And, you know, I can voice my opinion, Maybe I should stop talking about certain things potentially, but at the end of the day, the best thing about our podcast is it's just very unfiltered. It's just a conversation between us. So I don't see like the way that I talk changing. It's just something that I'm thinking about now. Like, oh, if my company knows that I have a podcast, maybe some things should not be discussed. I don't know. It's hard to navigate kind of, especially because we don't do this full time. Like, We have full-time jobs. This is something that we would obviously love to do, but we still have to work. So it's not like I can just devote all of my time to just doing this and say whatever I want all the time because it could bite me in my behind, not in (laughs) in something else I was going to say. My behind. Right, right, right. Hmm. You don't want to – that's kind of like I had my – the. Because I I'm the co-chair for like a diversity and inclusion network or whatever, at my job and they they were doing a newsletter and they're like oh can we you know shout out girlish on this newsletter and I had to really think about it 
And it said, yes, but if you do it, make sure you put in parentheses that it's not safe for work. Cause I don't want people to like click on it and then just hear us like trainee, 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 trainee. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want like, (laughs) I don't want people to just like, (laughs) I'm screaming. Yeah. I never even think about that word that we use it. Cause I was in my, my interview and I was like, you know, there's a lot of language that people use and they don't know that it's offensive. Meanwhile, they go on my podcast and I say tranny every three seconds. So that's that unlocked a new. Yeah. So if I try now, if I'm ever talking about the podcast to be like, yeah, like we talk about personal things and, and you know, it's not always safe for work, but we kind of just try and make jokes about it. Um, and yeah, because I'm, I'm worried that one, I don't think, you know, we're still pretty like small. We're not like big. Our podcast isn't like creating like crazy big movements. You know, ideally one day I would love for our show to be so big, like bigger than we'd ever expect. But um, but yeah, I don't think anything's ever gonna like hurt us or people are ever gonna be offended by us voicing how we feel or making jokes here and there. Cause at the end of the day, we're like human beings, we're like normal people. After work hours, we are allowed to exist as like yeah. unprofessional as we want. So I don't exactly. think anyone ever takes offense to it. That makes me feel better. Because I know yeah. some of the people in my company are probably doing a lot worse than I am for just having a podcast. So And you live in LA. I feel like people they're used to like people being I like, do live all in LA there. too. Yeah. Yeah. So I so. think you're I think you're good. That was fun. I guess they have interviews till the mid, the middle of December. So maybe by January or the end of this month, I will know if I got it. I really hope I do. There's two spots. So, I mean, I don't have to be everyone. I just have to be in the top two, which I hope that I am. I feel like it went really well. So we'll see. I will keep you guys updated on what happens with that. So for the the co-chair position, what are kind of the, the duties for that? Because I'm wondering if it, I'm assuming it's similar. Is it like kind of like newsletters that you create for for like the organization and kind of things like that or have like yeah, safe spaces? I, I think so. They didn't really talk much about it. My company only has one right, right now, one business resource group, and it's for like women just like working women or working moms or something like that. So they're still trying to figure out what exactly the duties are for the co-chairs and like how long I will be a co-chair that hasn't even been determined either. So it's completely new. I think I'll probably be able to, hopefully if I get it, help them with a direction on what I want to do. Yeah. Um, my uh, term length is a year and a half. I love being a politician. <laughs> Uh, they, they told you me, have to get yeah, reelected or is it only one term i i think there's only one term i only wanted to be one term i just kind of yeah. wanted to you know make my impact and do what i can and then just kind of like always have that experience um yeah. because sometimes yeah sometimes i i feel bad like i'm not doing enough or this or that but i think it's fine i think we've gotten a lot of praise for it but um yeah so <laughs> It, it is it is a cool experience. The only thing I'm I'm do you do they give you payment for it if you do become co chair or are you paid for it? So when they were like at the very end, they were like, "Do you have any questions 
That's the only question I didn't ask because in my head, I, I mean, hello, we need to know about pay, but I didn't want them to think I wanted to do it just because I could potentially get more money. I feel like that's still a reasonable question to ask. So I have yeah. no idea. I could have asked, but I didn't. That happened. I got anxiety. We were told that we would get payment after our term. Um, and so I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But like, we weren't told how much. And I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the experience, for the, you know, just the the rights of saying like, I was able to like, you know, hopefully push this company to a more progressive sort of area. So I kind of do it for that in that sense. Um, but yeah, it does suck. Cause I'm like, how much are they gonna pay me? <laughs> Watch it be like a hundred yeah. bucks. <laughs> Obviously it's not for the money, but at the end of the day, we have our job, our normal job. And this is like additional time that we're working for the company. So I think it makes sense to get some type of compensation for it. But again, it's it's not really about the money. But yeah. like my job is just so busy and nonstop, like thinking about not working for an hour and devoting my time to this group is going to set me back like half a day. So I feel like, you know, there should be some type of compensation for that, but we'll see if I end up getting it. Yeah, I think that's a, a good, um, I really do hope you get it. That'd be really cool. I, or, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, you show already that you're an advocate in your personal life. So <laughs> it's fun at like outing yourself whenever you're in those positions, but you have to like let people know like, okay, like this is why I support diversity and inclusion. So yeah, it's very relevant to why I want to be the co-chair so, yeah, that was interesting coming out to a bunch of white women. <laughs> right. <It's> like, <laughs> and by I'd the way, say, like I'm yeah. a trainee, so that's why I want to do. <laughs> right. I had to do. I had to do that. I had to like email them and like do a whole sob story. I mean, not mean. It's a my real story. I want to say sob story because that implies that it's fake. But um, yeah, I had to like really open myself up because I did want the position. So I get that. But yeah, so. With all that being said, we were talking about like the podcast earlier and um, how, you know, we, we love the show and it's so great. And we just want to now kind of move on to like a more pop culture thing because everyone's been talking about it lately um, and go into our Spotify wrapped because um, I don't know if you guys know what Spotify wrapped is. I'm sure you do. Everyone's heard of it. It's all over everyone's social media. So you definitely know what Spotify wrapped is. It's like the biggest craze during uh, December. And it's like the like something that everyone like absolutely loves. Well, um, along with Spotify wrapped, it doesn't just apply to the consumer. It applies to the artist as well. So a lot of musicians get their wrapped for the year as well as podcasters. And so we're lucky to, you know, have our podcast being streamed through Anchor and Spotify. And they've... Uh, have given us our uh, Spotify results, our wrapped results. And I thought um, it's been a really cool year and we are very lucky for all of the things that we have and the audience we have. And we just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, this year has been really fun. We've gotten a lot of opportunities to work with Spotify on cool events, go to different events and have different partnerships with them. So I think that was the coolest thing 
we did have a lot of growth, which we can go through in our stats. Um, but we grew like crazy this year. And we aren't necessarily the most consistent all the time. So just the fact that we grew that much, considering that, is really exciting. I feel like, you know, it, it's hard for us to sit down every single week and do this. But it just makes me think about the potential of what we could do if we were consistent literally every single week. I feel like we would have grown even more than we did. So, yeah, we just kind of wanted to go through some of the stats that we received in our wrapped. One of the coolest things for me was that our podcast was played in 58 different countries. And number two was Germany, which I thought was so interesting because so we have the top five is United States, Germany, Canada, United Kingdom, and then Brazil is number five. And like three of those speak English, which makes sense to me. But I didn't know we had so many fans in Germany. Like it's what if you guys are from <laughs> you guys are from Germany and and you are a fan of the show, please DM us because I really want to yeah. know where that like overlap is. Um, I do have a friend that like watched like our YouTube videos and like has now become my internet friend um, and live in live in Germany and is from Germany. And I know that they are taught English there. So a lot of times that they do speak really, really well or English really well. And um, so I know that that's like common for them, but I wouldn't, I would have expected like North America. I would have expected Canada or the UK, but like Germany is such a cool like country that like, well, (laughs) not too cool. I'm (laughs) German. I I mean, mean, Current day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Current day. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we I, love <laughs> I know what you're saying. I mean, I'm like, Kanye. I'm like 20% German. So I love that my country is supporting me. Also, with the whole Kanye thing, we love Germany. We, we, <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. We're going to move on now. Um, We're going to keep going, but yes. Yeah, so I thought that was a really cool fact. Another thing was that our podcast was in the top 5% most shared globally. And we were talking before, like, we're not exactly sure what goes into these stats, but the top 5% globally, there's so many podcasts out there. So to think that we're that high up, and the stat is really cool. So thank you everybody for sharing. Yeah. And I think it said that we were like in the top five, top five shared podcasts, right? Um, yeah. Top five most shared globally. Oh yeah. That's just, that's like the coolest thing. And I'm honestly really thankful for you guys. <laughs> I like to think that it's just us keep posting the link on our Instagram. Like everyone watching. I know. We just posted it so many times that we're like globally top five. But genuinely, I know that the audience we have is like really great. And sometimes we get DMs and I don't even see them. And like it's stories of people just posting our podcast on their stories and letting other people know to like watch us and listen to us. We've had really cool opportunities and people reaching out to us. And I genuinely, I think it's just really awesome to to have that uh, community of people that like really want us to grow. And um, I love, I love that. And I love, 
how much our audience like really does support us. And I think another thing to highlight is that <clears throat> we are the top podcast for 1,197 people, 1,197 people. Like we are their top podcast of the year. Like that That's is so cool. Insane. That's and a then lot top of 10 for 1,895. So like yeah. almost 2,000 people have listened to our podcast more than like any of the other podcasts that they're listening to, which is like really crazy because there's, there's just so many things to listen to. So the fact that they chose us, I feel very honored. Yeah. Very much and honored. I, it's just so cool. Like, like, you know, we see the number every week of how many views we get, how many listens we get. And it's easy to just be like, okay, that's a number. We have to do more next week. We need to do more next week. I need to post it here and here to like get more. And like to not actually just sit down and think of like, we have this many people watching us. Like that's really awesome. And it's really awesome. The community of people that, that support us and just like want to just, you know, give us that time of theirs, like spend their time with us. And I really appreciate that so much because it's, it's such a, like a, a heart warming thing that people care people you know feel supported by us and see their own rep- you know their representation with that within us and i think that's just i don't know it's really nice especially when you see so much going on in the world that maybe you know it negatively impacts the community but to know that you know people kind of see us and agree with us our community of similar people of similar identities and you know resonate kind of with our messaging and i I, I love that. And I'm very, very grateful for our, our growth this year. Same. I'm really excited for what could potentially happen next year, just based on what we've seen. And again, thank you, everybody that's just been supporting us and listening throughout this year. We've had a total of a, or 565% increase in listeners for the podcast this year, which is crazy. And 300% increase in streams, 274 increase in hours, and then a 93% increase in followers. So we had a lot of great growth. And yeah, I'm just thankful for everybody. I And I also want to say that like, that's our number on Spotify. Like that doesn't even apply to like our YouTube growth. Like our YouTube growth, we our YouTube channel was non-existent and within like three months we've gotten like to up to 700 subscribers, which is like crazy considering we've been like non-existent on YouTube for like a few years at this point now. So the fact that like we've, you know, we're able to get that um, amount and that we have thousands of views just on YouTube every week. It's just like really cool to like with that on top of our Spotify streams, like the amount of people that actually are like sitting down listening, it's like, they could fit in like a, like, they couldn't even fit them like, like in 20 rooms. Like, it's just, it's so cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I love that. And I love the support and I'm excited for the future growth. We uploaded this year, uh, 23 episodes. Um, so it's 1.5 thousand minutes of content. And I think like 21 of them were videos. So you guys saw our faces for like 20 episodes which is like, was a new thing for us. And like, was like a really, we weren't really sure how we wanted to create video content. And we kind of found a rhythm on how to do it and how it could, how it works for like a, 
a place like Spotify or a place like YouTube. And, and we really love it. And we love the fact that we can talk about your, your Christmas decorations behind your, your cat tree, or whenever we did the target hall, we were able to hang up uh, the, the lights for pride month. And, and I thought that was really cool. And it's a cool extra thing that we're able to do. So. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, they are just numbers. I feel like when you're on social media, you can see like a bigger podcast, like Emma Chamberlain's podcast or something. And millions of fans or millions of minutes listens to that podcast probably just because it's so big and popular but at the end of the day like almost 2000 people listening to us that is actually a lot it, it seems small and minute compared to maybe something else but that's still crazy that there are 2000 people that listen to us we could fit them in like an auditorium for like a concert or something like that's the amount of people that are listening to us on a regular basis. And that's psycho to me. Yeah. That's so cool. And um, I don't know, just the opportunities we got, we were a radar featured podcast with Spotify. We spoke at that event um, that was real on a panel in front of like people that like I, I watched like growing up, yeah. like I was on Vine. I know who Matt King is. I know who Mike Shepard is. I know who Jason Nash is, like these big YouTubers that were there. Drew Afuela was there. Um, uh, Dak Shepard's, um, his uh, co-host was there. And like, we were speaking in front of these people and talking about our experiences, you know, as trans creators and growing and using Spotify as a platform. And that was really cool that we were able to do. And just kind of like existing in that environment and seeing how many people supported us was was the first time I felt so much like love. And I've been feeling it a lot this year, knowing that like we've come this far and we've been supported by so many great people. And I think that's a really cool thing. But, you know, I can talk about this all day. (laughs) No, I could too. Just at that, I guess the biggest thing that we want to say is thank you. To everybody. Yes, thank you. Just it's reflected in the stats that people are continuing to listen to us. And that's great. Like at the end of the day, we are just talking to each other. It's podcasts, you know, where we share our experiences and our friendship and just what we're talking about and going through in life, but also talk about greater topics at hand. So I just it's crazy to think about when people you know, are listening to us so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I I'm just, I'm really happy right now. I'm debating on if we, so there's an, another topic that I want to talk about, but I'm wondering if we should save it for next week. I think because, we should because we yeah. have talked a lot. About you know, right. I, and I don't want today. to overwhelm anyone, yeah. but, and I'll give a little hint. So yeah, um, I want to go more into it and I don't have much details right now. Cause I'm, I don't know. I'm still kind of, I'm, I need to actually reach out to the people and like set up a consultation, but I'm considering getting FFS and that's something that's like been on my mind a lot lately. And um, I want to talk about that like really in depth though, when we have more time so we can like really talk to one another about Gage's experiences with it and you know how she survived and how hopefully I'll survive because I have so much anxiety about it. But um, we'll, we can, we'll talk about that next week because it's a topic that I really... I just want to talk it out with you because I'm so scared and yeah. like, yeah, it's a scary thing, but um, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to hold off on that, but yeah, stay tuned for next week. Cause that'll be something. 
But um, I guess before the episode ends, we haven't done this in a really long time. And I really want to talk about, or I want to read an Am I the Asshole? Because it's been forever and I love doing these. I know, these are my favorite. um, I know, it'll just be a nice way to end the episode. And I read a little bit of this one. And this one's, I think, it's from five months ago. It's pretty old. And people have probably already read it, but um, this is interesting. And I want to know your thoughts. I kind of skimmed it, so we'll see how it goes. But um, I think it's interesting. So, yeah. So, um, am I the asshole for wanting to divorce my trans wife? I am a lesbian, question mark. Okay, so... So I made a throwaway account because I really don't want my wife finding this. I am a lesbian, 38 female, who was raised by extremely homophobic, homophobic parents. They were Catholics and would often lecturing me, lecture me on the dangers of homosexuality, um, ban me from seeing my gay friends, etc. When I was a teenager, they called me kissing my girlfriend at the time because I got careless and left my door open. And they immediately kicked her out of the house and would not let me see her anymore. Since then, I have convinced I had to convince them that it was just a phase. Otherwise, I would be written out of the will and most likely disowned. I have no other family members except my sister, but she's 11 years younger than me and at the time would not have been able to help as she was still basically a child. So I did something a bit regrettable. I married my best friend from high school. He was straight, which was a bit of a red flag, but at the time... I didn't really question it because we were really close and I would have done pretty much anything for him. The agreement was that our marriage would be completely platonic and for the convenience uh, and for convenience sake and that we would and we would we could pursue relationships outside of it. So it was this like a, a beard type of relationship, I guess. Um, so she said, so 10 years pass. And in that time, I get a girlfriend who I'm still with to this day. She moved in with us and wasn't too happy about the situation, but she got along well with my husband, so she accepted him as a weird kind of roommate. Then my husband comes out as trans. It was a huge shock as she, I'll be using she from now on, had never really discussed this with me before or given me any indication that she didn't want to identify as a guy. She'd always been quite masculine, not too stereotypical, Uh, but was into typical male things like football. Again, I don't mean to be transphobic here. I'm just emphasizing my point of how much I didn't see this coming. Anyway, she tells me that she wants to start transitioning, which is a bit of a problem because my parents would not accept it. I suggested that it might be a good idea for us to get a divorce now, but for some reason she refused. This This was the point when I started to realize that she might have actual romantic feelings for me. She never really shown interest in finding anyone else and often wanted to do things like cuddle with me, even kiss me on the cheek and things like that. But I'd always thought this was, uh, that was because we were such close friends. Anyways, I tried to insist, but she told me that my safety means more to her than transitioning. I think this is ridiculous and I don't want to let her do that because dysphoria is no joke. I think she's hoping that I'll magically become attracted to her and want to be together for real but that just isn't going to happen. I only see her as a friend. I want what's best for her, which I believe is for us to divorce so she can get on with her life. But I feel bad for forcing her into into that when she's done so much for me. Am I the asshole? 
my god that was a long read this is a lot to unpack this is like juicy they got married platonically yes and the poster is a lesbian yes so married platonically as a beard relationship the because she didn't want her parents finding out she was a lesbian so she wanted to be married so her parents wouldn't keep asking questions i'm assuming and she would just date whatever girl she wanted to but like be married to this man who was just her friend who identified as, as straight but evidently now came out as trans and is doesn't want to doesn't want to divorce her but they're not they're like married but they're not like really married so doesn't want to divorce her and she wants to divorce so she can transition without there being any issue but she's refusing so or she the asshole in the situation for wanting the divorce i feel like so they obviously (laughs) had made an agreement when they got married that we're friends you know we can do whatever we want obviously her girlfriend lives with them. So I don't, it doesn't sound like, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. I don't know if there has been mixed signals or if they've come close to maybe kissing or whatever throughout the years, but I don't feel like it would make you an, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of fucking <laughs> a divorce just because they came out as trans and you're scared about your parents. Like, not accepting them. I feel like you need to resolve whatever relationship you have with your parents and get that all settled. I don't think it's it's your partner's job to please your own parents. Yeah. But at the same time, like I said, they had an agreement that they were friends. So like, I don't know. I feel like I think the-, the divorce wouldn't have happened if they didn't come out as trans. It's just that this person's scared about what their parents are going to think. I think this long con that she was doing to like trick her parents is going to, was bound to like pop in her face. Like there was no way you're going to hide like who you love. And if you can't give your partner um, that you inevitably want to be with your full support and attention and, acceptance you know what i mean like you would want anytime when you would get a partner you want to be able to be with them and not worry about it and i think obviously i don't want to force anyone to come out and i think with family relationships it's hard but like to hide your whole entire life behind this like fake marriage is so weird Mm. i think she's i don't think she's the asshole for wanting a divorce i think the reasoning for wanting the divorce is like this was going to happen to you one way or the other. If people were going to find out that this marriage was fake or that you were gay. And like, it's like, this is just like uh, so annoying to me that like she put herself in this situation. Um, I think it's messed up for um, the, the trans woman to hold her hostage saying, I'm not going to transition if it means we're going to get a divorce. That's like a very weird, like, almost like a hostage situation where it's like, no, like I'm going to not be happy because I want to stay with you. Mm-hmm. And, and, but she's like, I want you to trans, like, this is like a weird, weird thing. So I don't, I don't like that notion of it. I think it's a little manipulative, but I think the whole marriage thing was just a bad idea. Like what? I think the asshole part of this is the fact that they got married so- 
specifically for her parents so that they wouldn't like question her sexuality. Like that's the asshole thing. Because at the end of the day, what does the, what did the trans woman get out of the relationship, the marriage at the end of the day? Cause she got to hide from her parent, her parents. Yeah, exactly. It's very one-sided. Yeah. And now that she wants to transition, you're done. Like, the wind because you don't serve the purpose of our marriage which is to convince my parents that I'm straight so now that you can't do that for me anymore bye that's kind of fucked up I want to see where the original post is um I think this is the original post I want to see what people said okay so people labeled her as the asshole thank thank god because I was I like at first I was like oh like she's not the asshole but thinking about it it's just like don't don't be what are you doing? Like don't just don't be like that. Like, like you would um, rather marry somebody for fake and live this lie, this huge lie than just like be honest with your parents if they are not happy with it then that's just kind of a pill you have to swallow. But like this is someone else's life, like that person is in a marriage with you. They're not just like a pawn for you to use for your own family. Yeah, so the top comment um, underneath this Am I the Asshole was, you're the asshole for not wanting a divorce. You're not, you're an asshole, but not for wanting a divorce. You're actually the asshole for staying married and what you're putting your girlfriend and your wife through. And in some small way, your shitty parents. You're also 38 years old. How long are you going to live a lie for the sake of your parents' will? Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a bigger issue at hand. But I think she needs to resolve the, the issues her. with her, the parents. That's the issue here. Yeah. So I think asshole. <laughs> yeah. And the girlfriend, I would be pissed. I, I wouldn't yeah. even put myself in that situation. Like you're telling me you married someone just so that your parents didn't think you were gay. But here we are in a gay relationship. So like, yeah. Yeah. like my <laughs> my parents weren't supportive at all. I I mean I was outed, but like it was gonna happen inevitably, and they're gonna they're gonna be invited to my gay wedding. They're gonna have to deal with it, like regardless if they accept it or not. Like I don't care because that's the life that I'm living. Like yeah. it's so annoying where it's like you're gonna really give up like the love that you have for someone for like your parents' will, your money. Like that's some rich shit, kid sh- like brat shit. Like it's so d- annoying. Like go to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, if yeah, if I was the if I was the girlfriend, I'd be so mad. Like that's just like yeah, it's a weird arrangement. It's a weird thing to ask of someone. And if they married you and there was like no strings attached, I feel like there was obviously an interest within you. I'm not blaming her for her wife's interest in her, but it's still like odd that you didn't pick up on any of those signals. Um, yeah, so I think she's an asshole. I think she's an asshole too. And she needs to resolve the issues with her parents. Because that's weird. (laughs) I thought it was going to go in a completely different direction. Honestly, whenever I read the title, I was like, what is this about? Because it was just the first one. I just go and read it and I type it, am I the asshole trans or LGBT or like whatever? And then I just try and find one. And this was like one of the top ones. So I was very interested in hearing the story. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, I think with that being said, I think that's the show for today. Um, I had a lot of fun and um, 
yeah, I think there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of cool things that we were able to talk about today, especially specifically the Spotify Wrapped, and I'm super excited about it. And um, yeah, it's been a great year, and so it's really cool. I agree. It has been a great year. It's just setting it up, setting us up for bigger and better things for next year in 2023. I can't believe it's 2023 almost. I know. But Girlish will continue to keep growing. And I'm excited for us to look back next year and look at our wrapped and see how much progress that we've made because this year was crazy. I feel like we did a lot of things that we never ever thought we would probably ever do with the podcast. So we're just grateful that you guys are sticking with us and listening to us. Shout out to the like the 1,895 people who had us in their <laughs> top 10 podcasts this year. Yeah. Shout out to you and you only. No. And everybody but, else, but like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be shouted out next year, you have to like stream us yeah. all the time. Go to bed with us just talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I also want to just say like, shout out to our friendship. It's just been so cool. I had to edit a video recently for um, just our, this whole wrapped experience. And I was kind of looking back at our first videos on YouTube, like going back to like 2016 and knowing that I was 19 when we first started being like friends and now I'm, I'm 26. Like that's a crazy long amount of time and time like really flies. And we've been able to build so much together as, um, our friend as a friendship and just like, you know, kind of growing this podcast and it's been really cool. So this year, um, was really great. And it was, it was a year of realizing things. Very much a lot of realization. Yeah. So (laughs) great year. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, we hope you tune in next week to hear our conversation regarding surgery and things like that. I think, that's going to be pretty interesting. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with surgery and it's a lot of planning and the recovery process is a whole big thing. So that'll be exciting. And like I said, I'm going to Washington in a couple of weeks. I know. So maybe we can do something fun while we're together. In you're going to enable me. You're gonna, you're, I'm going to do you're, that. We're going to come I'm back gonna... with full designer ovens on. <laughs> just, like, just, just like, fully yeah. broke. Fully broke. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, Yeah, it's great. We'll be fine. All right. But thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.